Ahoy! Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Look at this, it's your favourite facts podcast. We are back once again, scattered all around the world as well, but very thankful that you are there. And we're going to learn some facts. We have been trawling through the internet, even some books to give you pub ammo or stuff that you can chuck away. Uh, my name's Dan. I will bring you stuff about strange crimes in California and we will learn the colour of the universe. Andrea Celeste is with us. What have you got, Andrea? My bananas are what you think they are. And an exciting um, fact about iPhones. Bananas, the universe. Connor, don't let us down. Hold on a minute. Before I tell you about the facts that I've got, it's the first time uh, since Andrea's joined the podcast that we've been remote, and she still has a takeaway coffee. Like, <laughs> where are you getting all of these takeaway coffees from? Have you just got, like, a person that follows you? <laughs> I actually... I usually have my own coffees here because I have my own coffee machine, but I just went out for a run and I got a coffee. Right. Hello. This guys. is the this is the snappy intro to the, sh- the show. Let's not get bogged down in running and how you're better than us still. Connor, what do you have? Uh, we're going to talk about Christmas decorations and why you've got to be careful. And uh, one of my favourite films, I Am Legend. Yeah, it's not a surprise that's one of your favourite films, actually. I'd have banked on that. Let's crack on. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. 
All right. If you've never heard our show before, thank you very much for joining us. Basically, we will share two facts apiece and you just decide whether they are worth remembering or they should be thrown away. Uh, Connor, what do you have, our poorly baby? Uh, well, while we're on the topic of Will Smith, let's talk about I Am Legend. Uh, have you both seen the film? Have you both seen that film? I actually haven't because I, I know okay. about the dog. I also have not seen it as I am doing a boycott of Will Smith films that's lasted for 32 years of my life. But what have we got? I Am Legend. Will Smith grew so in love with his canine co-star, Abby, that he tried to adopt her when the filming was finished. He actually submitted for adoption of the dog because he wanted to keep it. Uh, but the dog's trainer just couldn't be persuaded to give her up. So Will Smith left the set very, very sad. Wait, why though? Obviously, he loved the canine so much because in the film, they are by each other's side throughout the whole film. So you can imagine spending so much time together. Loved the dog so much, naturally, as you would. Wanted to keep the dog in his life. But uh, the actual trainer that owned the dog, obviously, the dog is a, is a film dog. You know, was able to do those things. Obviously, again, very, very fond and was like, nope, nope, Will Smith. I'm saying no to you. You cannot adopt it. It's my dog. But, uh, you know, sorry. So, yeah, and Will Smith got told no. It's a surprise. You would think that a Hollywood actor... And Will Smith, like for much of the noughties, was the most bankable Hollywood actors that he didn't just kind of throw money at the situation. Yeah. I want that dog. I am taking that dog. So he didn't offer any money for it. He just wanted it. Well, no. So he so he attempted to adopt the dog. He did offer a fee. Yeah. But obviously he didn't go, oh, right. you know, completely wild. But I'd also imagine as well, like I tried to find out who the who the trainer was, who the dog owner was, whether they were famous as well, whether they were known in the film business or whatever. But I imagine they probably had some money because if they've got a dog that's in the film for that amount of time, I imagine they probably earned quite a lot of money out of that, right? Surely. Yeah. They must have got paid a big fee for the because it has to be trained the dog like it has to be fully trained to do what it needs to do in the film so i imagine there's a big old lump of money there so they're probably like no i'm fine i've got me cash thank you do you reckon hollywood dogs have a certain swagger to them um, andrea you might have seen some hollywood dogs right in california do you think pets that have been in movies know it like they they're pampered like they have a, a certain strut and a swagger and they go to the fanciest places to get their bones what are you saying yeah, they have a certain strut, go to the best restaurants, all that. Did you say you have seen Hollywood dogs? I have, but only because um, when I went to Universal Studios, they um, had like a like a show where they had like all the pets from, like they had the cat from Meet the Parents. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Jinx, it's a classic cat. Yeah, they had like loads of, I think they had the pig from like Wilbur, uh, no, what's the Charlotte's Web? Yeah, um, pig in Charlotte's Web. So, yeah, that's the only reason. Do you ever bloody know, though? How would you ever know? Hey, this is the pig from that film. It'd be like, great. Well, I'm very happy, you know. Well, they'd have to get a very, another very, very well-trained animal to do that. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they were the real pets, Andrew, if I'm honest with you. I think they were lookalikes. Because, like, Will Smith. Will Smith can't get the dog from Iron Legend. There's no way they're getting all the pets from every film ever, every famous Hollywood oh. animal to just be in Universal because people are coming for a show. It's, I, look, I don't want to ruin your day, but I, th- I think you've been hoodwinked there. I, uh, I actually find the thought of, uh, you know, acting with a dog. I can kind of understand how hard it must be to kind of say goodbye. You know, like when you think about that, like the filming of that film, it's such a huge film. You must have, he must have grown so fond, you know, it's so easy, isn't it? To fall in love with animals straight away. Like you could be around an animal, babysit a dog or whatever for like two, three days and you just want to keep the dog. So I can imagine it. It's like Marley and me, like God would love that dog. Stay with me forever. Don't leave, please. Oh. Yeah. Apparently um, I've not seen Marley and me, so don't ruin it. Um, well, I kind of, I kind of already know what happens because everyone's like, guess. 
take a guess what happens from this film about a dog that no one ever wants to watch. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say about apparently um at the end of Friends or uh, no, not at the end of Friends because uh the monkey at the beginning of Friends apparently no one likes or like David Schwimmer hated the monkey and like everyone hated the monkey because it got so annoying. Yeah, Marcel. Marcel, Marcel the yeah, Marcel, monkey. They they must have been close by the end though. But still, um, yeah, saying goodbye to that monkey, uh, saying goodbye yeah. to the uh, saying goodbye to the I'm Legend dog must have been a real slap in the face for Wilson. It's like it's like cheap, it's like cheaper by a dozen as well. You know the young the young boy in that he's got a toad. Must have been tough. Oh yeah, the toad. Right, yeah, no, toad. I mean you know, I'm, I'm stopping you now, Andrew. Is it really, with- really? Because this is the thing with cheaper by a dozen. What it does is it touches on a lot of of different you know worldwide situations. Uh, you know, I'm it, I think you cheaper know by that. a dozen. Oh, yeah, no, and, I, I do. Oh. And also it, it really, I feel like it really has a lot of narratives in there that I can relate to in many ways. It has the idea of love, family, animals, grief, uh, sacrifice, you know, hence why I do believe that it's one of the best films, if not the best ever made. Who do you relate to the most in that film? Yeah, probably Steve Mine. <laughs> No, Andrea, we're not getting further down this path. Uh, I know that you, 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 you've been with us for the last couple of months, but uh, for the last three years, Connor has dedicated way too much airtime towards his love of Cheaper by the Dozen 1. You know, the only film he thinks is better than Cheaper by the Dozen 1? Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Right, let's crack on. Thank you very much. Hollywood pets. I wonder if they are arrogant. Um, Andrea, what's your first fact? Uh, so... Bananas um, are berries, but strawberries are not berries. Right. You have absolutely. Do you know what? I I said this. You know that I'm loving you being on this podcast, and I just love it even more because you just bring everything that Dan hates like me, and it's so great. You don't know you're doing it. Because it's one of those facts where Dan's like, oh, for God's sake, man. Like, oh, oh, it's just like, you know, oh, he wrote a song in three minutes. Who cares? Yeah, it's one of those. Ready? Look. Line up, Dan. No, 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 no. Because look, I, I've I've heard something like this before, and mm-hmm. the problem is mainly with me because I always forget about the definition uh, of what's a berry and what's not. And hopefully you've got that. But ult- ultimately, it, it, it's just a, it's just a fruit, right? It's just a fruit. And like people say, oh well, no, it's not a fruit. Or the tomato is a fruit. Or the tomato. It's just, <clears> oh, it's too much to know. Uh, can you expand? Can you tell me what? Why it's a berry? Why it's not? A, I've even forgotten it. That that's it. I've even forgotten it. Like because in botanical terms, a berry is a fleshy fruit from a single ovary that contains seeds and pulp. That's why. And then bananas so, definition, but strawberries basically don't. So what? But why do we call them strawberries then? I don't know. But this is What's it. Happening here. This is it. Why do we? What about raspberries? What about blueberries? Are they are they berries? Yeah, it's just strawberries. <laughs> So, so strawberries. Actually, which is, do you know what? My favourite thing I have to say is just the the instant conversation between you two over things. Dan's there absolutely losing the plot. And <laughs> just saying like, yeah, "What do you want from me?" And what? And what? <laughs> strawberries. Like, what? It's, it's, it's. I'm fuming because strawberries are arguably the most famous fruit in the world, particularly in the UK where we are. Oh, and that's debatable. And, that's a bold statement. That. Well, it's so. Like, what, would, you, would you consider? A tomato, a vegetable. Then do not do yeah. just right. Yeah, it is. It is a vegetable. It, it's not a fruit. It's technically, technically, whatever has like seeds in it is a 
is a fruit. So right, like an fine. Fruit. No, don't. I'm not having it because let's right. How that you should look. I don't care about all the science that I love it. Mate, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Just call right. it a day, mate. Like it's, it's just you don't have the answers to this. It is. It is what it is because it's got seeds in it. Regardless of what you think, no, that's the like answer. It, that's the but answer. A f- but a fruit should be something that you can have in a bowl and you pick up as a little snack when you're a bit dehydrated when you want something sweet. No one that in the is world. Ridiculous. No, it's it's called a fruit bowl, Connor. No one is sticking their tomatoes in a fruit bowl and thinking, oh, I'm a bit peckish. Let me just nibble on this tomato. No one's doing it. No one no, is No, it's about it. what's in the bloody thing. That's what makes it a fruit. It's not about whether Dan can throw it in his little mixed bowl and he's watching I'm a Celeb. Do you know what I mean? It's about what is in it, mate. Science. One last thing, Connor. Uh, we, we've discussed Andrea is like, like wellness and health conscious. That's perfect. Loves a candle. You just said something a second ago, Andrea, that... You would eat a. T- Did you hint that you would eat a tomato? Just like, uh, just like you're wandering down. You've come back from a run. You're hot. You're sweaty. You need a bit of water in you. You want something sweet. You are not grabbing a tomato and just chomping away on it. No, I cut it up. Put some lemon on it. Put it in a bowl. <laughs> yeah, you you need the lemon. You need the right. And lemon is a fruit. It's preposterous. It's ridiculous. This is it's so interesting. It's I would silly. never ever think to slice. I would. I would eat the little cherry tomatoes. I would do that. Yeah. So I would. I would yeah. eat those one hundred percent, like on their own. Slicing up a big tomato, putting lemon on it, is actually incredible. That I need to try that. Yeah. Put a little bit of lemon and a little bit of salt. But oh, beautiful. Oh, that, that sounds stupendous. What did you write? Another reason I dis another reason I disagree with tomato is because it needs preparation, right? You can eat an apple. It's different if you're chopping up the tomato. You've got to sort out nonsense. Also, you're right. You can do that with a cherry tomato because it's got cherry in it. Cherry is a fruit. Tomato is not. And that this is the hill I will die on. I think it just comes down to like facts, to be honest, right? Like right. facts that tomatoes are fruit. I just I as much as I understand what you're saying, it's just it's fact. You sit there and keep, you know, jibbing on about it, but it's kind of what it is. Right. First fact of the show for me. Um, I want to tell you about a place in California called Atherton. Atherton is in the Bay Area of California, so near San Francisco. Uh, just over 7,000 people that live there. It's a, a very wealthy place. Average home prices, it's got the highest average home prices in the whole of the US. The average home is almost $8 million. A core of the people who live there are over 65, right? And the stuff that is complained to the police by the residents of Atherton is ridiculous. My favorite, very simply, is... A resident reported a large light in the sky. The police went out to investigate, and it turned out that large light was the moon. <laughs> oh, man. Just uh, rich someone... people. Just <laughs> yeah, rich, and rich, rich, old, rich old people uh, particularly. Uh, someone complained that fruit had been disappearing from a tree. Loud birds have been reported. A resident also reported that two people came to the door seeking someone who spoke French. Who knew? But the best. Well, I see what one... to do. Just go live in prison. <laughs> Is that it? There we go. That's yeah. That's your answer. Because at the moment, at the moment, we've got a bunch of rich people that are living in eight million pound houses, absolutely at the top of the wealth ladder, moaning about just normal life things. Sick of it. Well. There's plenty of prisons. Check yourself into one of those. You ain't got to worry about nothing. All you got to do is get up when you're told to, go do your chores, have a shower, ring home, back to bed. 
Uh, police once assisted a man who stepped out onto a balcony and had the door closed behind him. A resident asked for help from the police finding a lost cat. That's perfectly fine, isn't it? Uh, a person reported a man trying to hide his face and then they turned and walked away. Uh, but uh, Police also is, in, in, assisted a man in a bar who forgot where he was, called 911, as you do. But the best one is, yeah, a resident wandered outside, saw a bright light in the night sky, called the police. They came out to investigate. Turned out that bright light was the moon. And it makes you wonder, how do, people get, how do people get rich if they're that thick? No, but seriously, like, what is the answer for them other than just going to live in a... Somewhere with no, like, seriously. We've just moved over here in Battersea and it's quite a nice area. I think we got lucky mm-hmm. with this. And the building that we're living in, like, people up on, like, the 17th floor, 16th floor, like, penthouse, whatever, because uh, there's an app. Um, there's an app on, like, for the building. And so mm-hmm. you can see these people complaining about things. And there's a similar sort of situation where it's always something really stupid that they're complaining about. I'll tell you what, Connor, not sure about you. I'd love to live in a building that has its own app. (laughs) App? Yeah, her her building has an app. What else can you do with this app? And then there's like a social bit where like people talk and like where like people in the buildings will like talk about what's... Do you know what? I just need to... I am absolutely 100% done with this. This whole thing. Podcast a lot. Ta-da. I can't do this anymore. Honestly, we, we she uh, turn up. Oh, this is ridiculous. Got a building, lives in a building with an app. An app. A bloody app. That is I live on the second floor. I'm not exactly like <laughs> No, it's irrelevant what floor you live in. You live in the building that has its own app. What else can you do with the app? Can you like book like classes or can you open your door? Can you turn your heating yeah, so on? You like, <laughs> so you can like sell stuff on there. So I figure like if you're moving out or whatever, you need to sell stuff, you can sell stuff on there. Um, <clears throat> and there was this guy, uh, or was, yeah, there was this guy that was selling like a Dom Perignon, like vintage magnet. And it was obviously like showing off. It was like, he wasn't trying to sell it. He was trying to sell it for like 6,000 pounds. <laughs> big bottle of champagne. I ain't buying a big bottle of champagne through an app. I can tell you that. <laughs> like there was no reason to like, no one was going to buy it. What else can you do on the app then? Can you, can you like turn your kettle on and your heating and stuff? Seriously, can you adjust your lights, put your heating on so it's all nice and warm for you? No, you just, um, you get like stuff from the concierge, like notifications if you get, I sound like such a tit now, sorry. I didn't mean to. (laughs) No, it's all fine. It's all fine. I actually, I actually put the key in my lock the other day and it just wouldn't lock the door. So I spent an hour doing that, but yeah. Yeah. Big time. I once went to interview someone and I went to uh, the receptionist, the concierge for where they lived. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm here to see um, uh, Mr. Mr. Johnson. Do you know what flat they lived in? And he said, oh, Mr. Johnson is expecting you. I got in the lift, which went all the way into Mr. Johnson's hmm. flat. It, the lift opened into his flat. Jeez. That, that's that, plush. Yeah. Thing is, you don't need to feel bad as well, Andrew, about bringing this up because, uh, you know, you're in a new building. It's in Battersea. It's all new. It's got an app. It kind of makes sense. You know, like I think new builds in London with apps, it kind of makes sense. Great big bloody building. You know, you, you know, I live in an old Victorian house, so I don't have an app. I have wonky walls. <laughs> wonky walls and no central yeah. heating. Because yeah. we used to live, um, we used to live in Hendon, which was like really not a nice area. So we've like gone completely like 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, let me tell you, you said you're on the second floor. Are you and your husband desperately striving to get to the third, the fourth, maybe even the fifth floor? Are you are you are you social climbing your place in Bassi? We want to we want to live in the power station at some point. Because there's like oh. there's apartments in the power station that are really nice. I tell you this, get on right move right now and uh, look at flats you can buy in Battersea. There's one that you can buy in Battersea Power Station for about 25 million pounds. So that'll be something. I wouldn't even buy it. (laughs) Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled, as always. Um, yeah, and we would love you to get in touch because we're on the socials uh, and uh, like cracking them out. If you get to bafflepod.com, you can find all of that. Let us know what you think about the facts and share it far and wide. We have three more for you. Uh, Connor, what's your last fact, hun? Uh, Christmas decorating. Obviously, it is that time of season. Maybe you're putting your Christmas decks up now. Maybe you're about to. But uh, did you know it sends nearly 15,000 people to the ER each year? Oh, is that because people like falling off roofs and stuff? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, literally. So about 14,700 people visited emergency rooms each November and December from holiday-related decorating incidents, uh, which has about 240 injuries per day between November and December. Most common involve, you know, falling, uh, back strains, and, Mm. you know, accidentally cutting yourself on maybe the nice little wreath that you're making for for the front door. Uh, Yeah, so be careful um, if you are putting up the Christmas decorations. Don't do silly things. So, uh, yeah. Keep your wits well, this, leads, this leads us to talk uh, about Christmas in America, 
Andrea, and this mm-hmm. is going to be rife and ripe for us over the next few weeks because you do it very well over there. Take us through Christmas decorations that you remember in the area that you grew up. Was it? Was there a lot of it? Was maybe it not because of the people who live there? Like, well, just please blow my mind. It's to the point where there's like competitions, like neighborhoods. Oh. They like close off their roads so that they can have people buy tickets to drive through their neighborhood and then they choose it's like yeah it's this huge it's a huge deal in, in california That's, it's christmas with the crank stuff it's like huh it's christmas with the crank stuff i, I mean yeah. it's like um like have you seen christmas vacation uh yeah with um vince vaughn is it that one no national lampoon yeah crack on i know it but um yeah they like literally that's why people like fall off the roofs and stuff because they really go out on like lights on the roof and all that stuff obviously gotta go straight back to the family in america but we spoke about thanksgiving didn't we in a recent episode about like how crazy that was and i remember doing the decorations in america one year and it was completely wild you know it's a good like four or five day like event like you know planning it all what goes where tree was ridiculous i mean over in the uk we just put it out of the loft and up it goes Ta-da. there is a process to that though and uh, uh, people always ask well why don't you just put the tree in the loft fully decorated it would save yourself a lot of hassle come no. the first of december but this is what i'm saying it's it's half the joy <laughs> is the decorating andrea are, are you um bringing any like christmas joy to flat uh, floor 2 of the uh, building with the app in it in battersea uh we're getting a christmas tree no good some light. we've got loads of lights actually so but um yeah Definitely. I'm actually making a uh, a bit of a grotto in my flat because I'm spending Christmas Day in the flat. Just me, I'm working on Boxing Day, and I'm working super early. So me and my girlfriend are going to literally stay in the flat, and we are decorating the whole place. It's going to be grottoed out. You know, two trees, all the lights. Only got a little one bed. You're going to proper make a grotto. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> going to wear matching yeah. pajamas, back to back Christmas films, and get a takeaway. What a win! I. Rem- I remember when we were locked down for Christmas a few years ago and it was just me and my fiance in the flat and there, there was something really sweet about it. Something really nice about just, just being in your, in your little grotto, as you say, your grotto, your grotto, and, and you, you like hunker down. There is something quite sweet about that. Was that the I year can't... you uploaded the uh, present that you got, mate? And it was like an iron or something. Or like a, I remember it on your Instagram. It was like a really rubbish present. And it was like an uh, iron or like a, uh, I don't know, like a juicer or something. No, no, it wasn't a rubbish present at all. It was a tease made. It's an alarm clock with a kettle in it, so you wake up to a freshly boiled pot of tea. Yeah, rubbish. But you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a staggeringly good gift. So you use it, do you now? Do you, do you feel it? Yeah, go get your milk. Oh. You still got to get up, get your milk, and then you got a bowl kettle. That's how that one. No, you, no, you don't. No, you don't. There's two ways that you can do. You can either stockpile the little milk sachets that you get at hotels or you, you can you, i've got like a little vessel where i do put milk in uh, the night before but oh it's glorious especially if you have you can put coffee in it as well imagine waking up to the smell of freshly brewed that coffee me, that reminds me so much of the like michael scott waking up to bacon yeah putting it <laughs> I, I i've never had any injuries in it i've never put my foot on the george foreman grill there's been no injuries thankfully any chance any chance they could put a little Moretti in there, you reckon? Little, you know, wake up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a little lager top first thing in the morning. I'll, I'll see if I can manipulate it. Uh, awesome. So a lot of injuries happen around Christmas purely because of, of decorations. 
Yeah, throughout November and December. That's a that's an American stat as well. And obviously the Americans are going a lot bigger than the than than, the, than us in the UK. So if you are climbing up your your house, please be careful. I was going to ask if that was American. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, the UK. The UK Christmas decoration time in the UK. Okay, just to give you a little peep behind the curtain into this is the absolute epitome of arguments, right? So in most married couples, it's like you know Brian's there, he wants to absolutely kick the driveway out, but Sally's not really up for it. She's having a go at him because he's doing too much. No, they're arguing more than they are putting up Christmas decorations. The last time I done a tree, my girlfriend, we almost broke up. But how can there possibly be that much of an argument about the tree? Well, she wanted the tree one place, I wanted the tree the other place. Then obviously it digs up the turf of how bad I've been that week. Oh, you went out three nights on a spin. Oh, you didn't do the dishes. You know, the tree is just the, 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 the tree is just the seed for all of it. Ah, happy Christmas and a very good new year to you. Andrea, what's your last fact of the show? My last fact is that an iPhone has over 100,000 times more processing power than the Apollo 11 computer. So the computer that oh, oh no what uh, no 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 this is good this is good this is good fact she's already this sick of it she's already no 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 no, 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 no you sorry. know how I feel four years four no. years of this the no. moaning the groaning the no. deep breath no, it's, it's good it, no it's Painful. good and there's something like a calculator has more processing power I think the modern calculator has has more power than. But that, that makes it. I have that exact fact. Fact actually, um, calculator was four is four hundred times more powerful. Is that not like ludicrously impressive then that they managed to get there? But does it need well, a apparently lot? Apparently not. <laughs> no, but does it? No, but does it need like? And I'm, I love science. I love space, and I might just be being thick. But why does it need a lot of computing power? Right? You get the rocket. You you, you ignite the rocket. That gets you up into space. You know where the moon is. Because as we heard from the guys in Atherton, it's the big light in the sky. I mean, you don't need a sat-nav to find it, surely. Well, I imagine I imagine the reason the iPhone has got more processing power, though, is because of like how much the iPhone does. Obviously, you surf the web, you've got your camera, video, watching video, HD, runs 4K. But like, it pretty much does. Like The iPhone does everything, doesn't it, that each individual pieces of tech do. It has it all in there into, into one bit, so... Yeah, I imagine it is probably more powerful than than the computer that, you know, gets you to space. Well, even if you think about just like internet in general, like when we first went on the internet, it was like there was what, like games and stuff, whatever. But Miniclip. Yeah. yeah. Miniclip.com, Slime Soccer. I could only go on the internet after 6 p.m. because uh, uh, that was when we had free uh, phone calls so I could use the phone line. You would have to kind of book it in. Okay. Oh, I want to use the internet between six and eight, you know, so your mum's not on the phone and there's no clash in Andrea. there. She's trying to talk to Jane, Jane yeah. down the road. <clears throat> do you, do you remember the first thing that you, uh, you sh- like browsed on the internet? Do you remember like your first like thing and you were like, Oh my God, I'm on the internet. I honestly think it was like, I literally, I remember very like vividly the first time I went on the internet and I just had no idea what to do. I think it was looking for like games because I was like a child. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I stumbled across YouTube and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I remember just watching a video being like, what is happening here? And it was like, they were so bad. Like they were just rubbish videos. I think it was like like a cat licking like somebody on the face or where it was just stupid stuff that people uploaded. But yeah, if only I started doing the cinnamon challenge, then might be a millionaire. Oh, yeah. I remember doing um, 
like doing things for the sake of it. I remember downloading the movie Meet the Parents and then putting it onto my iPod Touch at the time and mm. just like watching that over and over and over again just because I could. And, you know, downloading the movie would have taken like three days and cost so much money on the internet just to have it running. I probably broke all the rules on Napster or LimeWire, but you, I would just watch it over and over again because you could. That was interesting though. My my OG iPods, like my I had an iPod Touch and uh, I've still got it. And the reason that I've still got it and I've got a dock as well, like a little speaker dock that takes that um, kind of uh, iPod. Mm. And the reason is because it has the best playlist on it. Like the playlist that is on that is amazing because it was like all my favorite songs like all the stuff that i'm into just in one ipod whereas now on my iphone like i like it so i just save it i just save it so it's just full of stuff you know it's just i can't really like navigate whereas that has my specific enjoyment of music on it so yeah still got it still listen to it why don't you just make the playlist on spotify because it's just ag and usually as well you lose it in amongst all the other playlists it, mate honestly i genuinely believe the og way of streaming music was a lot more simpler and easier than what it is today i understand it's 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 no great i agree to have it, but like you could go there you just had it you played it whereas now you've got so much like i've got yeah. so many playlists and i'm like i can't find what the one is that i'm looking for it's just too much it, 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 no. again it's just humans having too much option it's a bit like Netflix, isn't it? So you go on Netflix and there's like so many options. And I literally had this with my girlfriend yeah. last night. We, yeah. we were going to watch a film and I didn't know what to watch. Like I just, because you, you end up on Netflix, then you end up on Disney Plus. then you end, And like in the meantime, you're seeing loads of great films, but there's so much option that you're then in your head like, could I find a better one or should I watch this one? Or it's just too, it's too much, man. You can't be uh, just putting a video in. Rugrats movie. Rugrats and the wild thornberries. That was a good film. Put that in top five. <laughs> yeah, when everything's so disposable and then you're arguing with your girlfriend about what you're watching on Netflix and suddenly she reminds you you've not done the dishes, you've been out three nights on the trot and you put the Christmas tree up terribly last year. And you've given her a stinking cold. You know, life's good over here, I tell you. Right, last fact on the show. Uh, Andrea, what colour do you reckon the universe is? Blue. <laughs> oh, universe. Oh my God, I thought you said the earth. Um, black. Connor. Ooh. Uh copper. The universe is actually beige. Oh, what is in like space? Like sky. The average color from all the colors that you can see when you look into space is beige. So scientists say the universe, the actual color, the average color, the color is beige. It's actually called cosmic <laughs> latte. All the visible clouds of gas and the dust in so, the universe. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Isn't that the most common colour of a Fiat 500? I'm sure it is. I'm sure the Fiat 500 comes in a cosmic latte. I'm sure my girlfriend financed one. She got offered the choice of the cosmic latte or the white pearl. I'm sure of it. I think so. Um, um, well, she's made a good decision. Uh, all the visible clouds of gas and dust in the universe, when averaged out, they produce an ivory colour that's close to white. It's called cosmic latte. The beigeness is because there are more regions that produce red, yellow and green light than those that make blue and averaged out over the entire universe. Uh, it's beige and not properly black. <clears throat> wow. Uh, cosmic latte, does, it sounds like something that you get after a, a run, Andrea, before you come up and smash through a yeah. tomato for hydration, right? Sounds like a Starbucks order. <laughs> it <laughs> it does. doesn't it? It, bl 
It does as well. I'll have a cosmic latte, please, with a little bit of vanilla. Lovely. Beautiful. Oh, what is your Starbucks order, by the way, guys? Uh, like oat milk latte. Very simple. Yeah. I have two. One is more wanky than the other. Which would you like to hear? The wanky one. Yeah, go for the wanky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the wanky one is a, is a large um, uh, oat milk iced caramel latte with sugar-free caramel and like six shots of caffeine or whatever they can give me, like loads. Six shots? Yeah, loads. Like you're not well, mate. As in, I have uh, the um, like the the grand, the biggest one they do. I refuse to say the names that Starbucks have because I think that makes me sound very preppy. So I just large. I'll have a large, and then I ask for a, a, an extra shot on that as well. And there's a lot of shots. I'm buzzing after, and I need to be because I've spent about fifteen quid to try and get the bloody thing. It's either that or just a double espresso. So hold on a minute. Why are you? Why why do you not like saying the name? It's grande. That's what you say. I'd like a grande latte, uh, please, sir. But- we can't pull it off. Andrea, I, I imagine, could say grande. You roll the very... R's as well when you say grande. Yeah, grande. <laughs> I, I can't do that. I sound like such a little white lad from the home counties. I'll have a grande uh, latte. Mm. I can't do it. I cannot do it. So I just no, say I'll have a latte. The time, the whole caramel macchiato with <laughs> sugar-free. <laughs> Well, yeah, I yeah but that's all fine. That's all fine. That <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. I, that. Don't worry about it. It doesn't make me sound. It, doesn't make me sound preppy at all. Asking for me six shot sugar free caramel ice no, latte at all. It works. It works because actually, I will go for a venti because I sometimes feel okay with saying that venti for twenty. I am. Um, I. It's good that it's an ice drink, right? Because that means it's normally summer. So I've got my hat on and my sunglasses, so no one knows that it's me ordering such a terrible, terrible, terrible drink. Yeah, because they definitely, as you leave, they go, Stan Simpson, that, Christ. Let's ride this out. Let's ride out this podcast because we are dipping into coffee chat territory. Uh, And I think after tomatoes and all that, I I think it's good to wind this in. Thank you very much for listening. What have we learned this week? Well, the universe is beige. Apparently, you can live in flats that have apps. How amazing is that? And uh, we need to go because I need a coffee. I need an extra large, triple shot, sugar-free caramel iced oat latte or something like that. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Bafflepod.com if you want to get in touch. Um, uh, I've been Dan, we've been Andrea and Connor, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.